This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies ed tech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and it helps you assess student performance through actionable real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. TL Talk Radio Season 2, Episode 33. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 33 of TL Talk Radio, a regular podcast with Lynn Funy-Hetton and Randy Ziegenfuss, where our goal is to engage you in learning, motivate you to share your work, and inspire you to lead for the change we need in schools for the digital age. I'm Randy Ziegenfuss. And I'm Lynn Funy-Hetton. Good evening, Randy. Good evening, Lynn. Who do we have on the show today? <laughs> so today we're able to catch up with Monica Burns, who has been very busy in her role as an ed tech and curriculum consultant. Um, she is also an Apple Distinguished Educator and the founder of the website ClassTechTips.com. She recently uh, published Deeper Learning with QR Codes in Augmented Reality, a scannable solution for your classroom. In her role as a classroom teacher in general education and integrated co-taught settings, she used iPads one-to-one with her students while aligning her instruction to the Common Core standards. Monica has presented to teachers, administrators, and tech enthusiasts at numerous national and international conferences, including South by Southwest EDU, ISTE, and EduTech. She's a webinar host for Simple K-12 and a regular contributor to Edutopia and Channel One News. She focuses on making technology exciting and accessible. She also supports organizations using technology to teach children and families in need. Monica is a graduate of the University of Delaware and Hunter College and currently pursuing her doctorate in global education leadership at Lamar University. Welcome to the show, Monica. Thank you so much for having me. We enjoyed reading your book, and this sounds like such fun. So let's dig right in <laughs> to uh, some of this uh, scannable tech. So uh, in your book, uh, Deeper Learning with QR Codes and Augmented Reality, what was the driving question, or the beautiful question, as Warren Berger calls it, uh, behind the, the book and your, and your work there? So what I really wanted to focus on was answering this question of how can we leverage scannable technology for deeper learning experiences. There's been a lot of buzz and and workshops when I visit different conferences talking about QR codes and augmented reality. And just like anything, you know, you worry that technology tools are a gimmick, are added in just to get students interested and hooked for that one moment when I really wanted to push the conversation and the narrative to thinking about how we can use this technology in different ways to push students to think deeply about content, to interact in new ways, and really create deeper learning experiences for them. 
And I think that's a challenge with any of the technology that we use. How do we get to that deeper learning? And you know, things that are new to us, like QR codes or augmented reality, at least new to, to many of us, I think uh, having that conversation right up front is going to help us to use these tools in a manner that's really effective and impactful. Yeah, and I think it's just that, finding that balance between the, oh, wow, and the now what, right? Mm -hmm. It's exciting, it's interesting, and this is neat to see, um, but what are we going to do with it, and how does it connect to our learning objectives and our goals for students that we really want to make sure stay front and center without any other distractions? So let's start with what is scannable technology and why should we be using it? Well, scannable technology is the term that I use for describing the interaction of mobile devices and a trigger image to connect users to content. So the scannable technology we're most familiar with when we go to the supermarket and we're at the checkout line and now sometimes we're doing that self-checkout ourselves, all right, and we're scanning that barcode. That barcode is giving information um, to the computer to describe what that product is for an inventory perspective, um, from uh, checking us out and telling us what we owe. Um, but that can be leveraged with other types of technology. So the scannable technology that I'm describing here are the QR codes and augmented reality. So there's no red laser beam. Uh, you're using a web-enabled device to scan a trigger image. So it could be a picture that's connected to an augmented reality experience or a QR code that's connected to web-based content. And it's connecting users to something on the other end um, of, that, of that trigger image. So now that we have a sense of what these uh, scannables are, QR codes and augmented reality, can you give us some examples? This sounds like the really fun part. What are some examples of how mm -hmm. teachers are using some of these things with their students? So QR codes, those black and white squares, you know, you might see them on the side of a ketchup bottle, right? And you're encouraged to scan and like a Facebook page, or you might see, and I always joke about, you know, I live in New York City, so sometimes I'll see a QR code underground on the subway, and how am I supposed to scan that to get information when there's no service on my phone? But in the classroom, we can connect QR codes to videos, to images, to websites, to audio clips, to files we want students to access and download, right? Anything that's hosted on the web, we as a teacher, completely for free, uh, can connect a link to whatever to a QR code. And that's what really gets exciting in terms of creativity. So you might have a tutorial to help students understand a problem that they have to do independently or without teacher support, or at home with someone who might struggle to support them working through a Common Core math activity. You can connect QR codes to audio for interactive word walls or word lists for English language learners who would benefit from scanning and hearing that definition as opposed to reading a definition of a word they don't know, full of words they don't know in that definition. So it gives teachers an endless amount of possibilities just from that create your own experience with QR codes. And then with augmented reality, 
There are fantastic apps. Quiver Vision is one of my favorites. Daiquiri, um, D-A-Q-R-I, has a handful of them as well, where you can scan pre-made triggers. Maybe it's a coloring book page. Maybe it's a printed out um, that you can construct and fold of a chemistry a cube full of different elements. And as you move your device in an augmented reality experience over these trigger images, something happens, right? A plant grows off the page. A globe starts spinning around. A cell I can now tap and touch and move in different places to interact with that three-dimensional model um, that just wouldn't be possible if I was flipping through pages in a traditional textbook. So even though we are just audio, uh, if you get Monica's book, you'll see lots of opportunities to engage with some real life examples of uh, using these QR codes and the augmented reality. There's lots of examples uh, in, the, in the text. It was wonderful to um, not only gather examples from my own experience, right, hands-on using this in different learning environments, but also from many teachers who were very generous with their time to share a story, to snap a picture, um, to put in that effort to share that. And um, as you flip through the pages, you'll see those teacher stories. You'll learn how to connect with them on social media. It's really been wonderful, and people are starting to use that hashtag scannable tech um, hashtag um, to share some of these stories as well. So a nice collection of crowdsourced lesson activities and um, opportunities for learning. So looking at your book, you share a framework, it's ACES framework, that can help teachers think about using scannable technology effectively with their students. Talk to us a little bit about that framework. Definitely. Well, this ACES framework was something that I developed um, to really think about the way that we're being thoughtful about scannable technology integration. So the ACES stands for A for access. So I'm able to help students easily access information, especially connected to a QR code quickly to see something um, pop up on their screen. The C is for curation. So I can curate the materials that I want students to see when I want them to see it, where I want them to experience this, um, and why I want them to connect with one thing and not another. Really perfect for uh, differentiation, that curate aspect. The E is for engage. And when I talk about engagement, it's not just, ooh, this is exciting or that's new, but engaged in an interactive experience. So that flow that students are in when they are so into what it is that is happening during a lesson. And that's something that can happen pretty easily with pre-made augmented reality experiences that are integrated thoughtfully into a unit or lesson. And uh, there are opportunities to even create your own augmented reality experiences with tools like Bullet Bar or Erasma. And the S is the share. And that's something I was actually talking to with teachers during a writing workshop um, session I was leading today. This idea that we create digital products with students. There's an expectation that they're um, creators in our classroom to demonstrate their understanding and to produce something for an authentic audience. Well, how are we getting these digital 
products off of a device. Mm -hmm. We might tweet that link. Um, we might email it to friends and family. But if they're making book trailers, let's print that QR code on a sticker and place it on a book, right? So someone can scan in that moment and view. Really thinking about how we can share student work in spaces that are meaningful, um, where someone will see the value in what they've done and they're contributing um, to their community as well. So those are the four parts, the ACES framework, that I felt really highlighted how scannable technology can be used in different contexts. There's some overlap um, between the four categories, uh, but it is something that I use to, to outline um, my ideas and my argument for why scannable technology can be really powerful when used thoughtfully. One of the things that we've been focusing on in our school district is sort of um, reinvigorating our vision for learning in the classroom. And certainly this idea of learners as being uh, self-directed, having learner agency. And in your book, you write about how uh, the scannable tech can uh, support that idea of self-directed learners. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, so this is something that's really near and dear to me. Uh, one of the reasons that you know I became an educator is because I think it's so important for students of all ages to be well informed, to ask the right questions, to go out into the world prepared not just with the knowledge but knowing how to get the knowledge. And so, creating environments with scannable technology having a classroom culture where students understand that it is encouraged, not just allowed, but encouraged to go out and interact with spaces um, is something that's really important to me. So this idea of self-direction, right, by placing QR codes in different spots, by incorporating augmented reality experiences into different spaces and places within a building, and making that part of the school and classroom culture to go out and to explore. I know if I have a question, I can scan this QR code and what's going to happen? Um, a video explanation is going to pop up for me. I'm not sure where this book takes place or where this um, math term fits in with the work that I'm doing. And I can scan that interactive word wall. I can scan the back of that book or the code or the augmented reality experience within a text to dig deeper and to answer some of the questions that I have. And there's lots of ways to develop students that are self-directed, curious, and empowered. And I think that scannable technology is a great way to get kids out of their seats, on their feet, moving around the room, and, and taking some agency for finding answers to their own questions and just looking deeper into the world around them. Mm -hmm. So if a teacher's got mobile devices in their classroom and they haven't experimented with the QR codes or the augmented reality, uh, this is a really a good opportunity for them to use the technology to make uh, a, a stronger connection to uh, their students being so, those self-directed learners. Definitely. And um, one of the things I want to make sure to highlight about the scannable technology is just how quickly and easily it is to get started. Um, QR codes are completely free to make. It's a copy and paste type of action where you decide what it is you want students to view or read, um, watch or um, interact with. And then once you have that QR code, it's completely free to scan it. 
any QR scanner will talk to any QR code. So it's perfect for bring your own device. It's perfect for students who have a cell phone in their pocket and their school allows them and encourages them to use that as a tool for learning. It's wonderful for parents who are using lots of different tools when they come and visit a space. And augmented reality is friendly for different devices. I mean, you can create augmented reality experiences on a Chromebook, on a laptop, on an um, iPad or Android um, tablet, and you can scan and interact with um, both Android and iOS devices. I'm a little partial uh, to the iPad and iOS ecosystem, um, but I love that this is something that is readily available you know, for Android devices as well. So it's something that is, is just very friendly for teachers who are looking to get started and those who've played around and are ready to take it to the next level, I think this ACES framework really supports teachers who are at different steps in that process themselves. So that's a really good point that we have teachers in all different um, phases of technology implementation. And certainly with scannable technology, uh, there are a variety of entry points, whether you're using the Eurasma or the creating your own QR code. And we've even seen teachers uh, work with kids for kids to create QR codes with their own mm-hmm. um, their own products or um, the idea of, of using them as a, a, an entry point for sharing their work is also interesting. Um, thinking about all of these different uses, what are some ways that scannable technology can be used to differentiate resources in the classroom um, beyond what you've shared? Yes, so this differentiation really comes into the curation aspect. Mm -hmm. So as an educator, you can make that decision of who needs to have access to what, right? What kind of material do I want in the hand of different learners in my classroom? One of my favorite examples is Newzella. Um, It's a website where you can access articles, um, high-quality informational text on current events, and manipulate the Lexile levels into different bands. So if you're in that classroom where students are reading at a third grade, at a fifth grade, at a seventh grade level, you can find content that's appropriate for them even within the same subject um, or topic, if you will. And so each of these has a unique link, and it just takes that copy and paste to get that um, article connected to the appropriate QR code. Uh, you can color code those QR codes. So your red reading group scans this, your purple reading group scans that, and so on. Um, so from that standpoint, you can curate um, through just distribution of resources very efficiently. Efficient, um, efficiently, And so that becomes something where differentiation and the issues that come up with managing resources in a differentiated classroom um, are are really are really helped with um, scannable technology to to help that. So clearly, you're you're very passionate about this scannable tech and very interested in this. So how about a so mm-hmm. a question that sort of pulls us a little bit out of the education realm? So what do you think the future is for scannable tech outside of education and potentially inside as well? It's a really good question, and it's been interesting to watch some big changes happen in education um, with disruptive technology over the past few years. I think that some of the augmented reality experiences that students are are having in the classroom um, are are just being enhanced in terms of the quality that's there. It's becoming easier for teachers to create their own augmented reality experiences. I still think 
QR codes are here to stay, especially as a gateway for teachers who are looking to support students in a multi-tech environment when there's lots of different um, devices and people coming in with um, tools that are web-enabled um, but might not have lots of mobile apps or access to much more. But it's been very exciting to see what's happening with virtual reality. And I think that's kind of the next step um, for for this disruptive technology and, and very related to scannable technology. I mean, for me, scannable technology is all about the connection, right? How quickly and easily I can create these interactive experiences. And what's been exciting about virtual reality is how that is so focused on the engagement piece. You know, when I think about that ACES framework, you know, you're immersing students in an experience um, that is hopefully very thoughtfully chosen and connected to learning goals. But for as much as those pieces are connected in the tech piece, I think some of the integration um, is different when you think about the purpose for using each one. So it's been exciting to see how many folks are embracing these new types of, of learning experiences, both within the scannable tech realm of QR and AR, but also with VR, um, really taking a nice slice of the pie of what's been on people's minds the past few, I would say the past six to 12 months especially. So it'll be uh, very interesting to see how these technologies uh, expand and grow. And, you know, we know that technology in today's world is, you know, growing exponentially. So it'll be interesting to track these and to see how they impact the world outside of education, but then also how that comes into the classroom. So very interested in this. Especially since we've seen, um, you know, the, the scannables been, have been, I would say, moderately accepted in a marketing standpoint, right? You might scan a can of of Coca-Cola and watch something happen, right? But just like anything, you have to build the capacity for your stakeholders, those people who are interacting with this content, whether you're doing it from a business or educational perspective. And so I see this as being part of the routine the experience. We are empowered, curious learners who are scanning to get more information or scanning to see someone else's work. Um, and we're not there quite there yet with those built behaviors in the business or advertising realm. But it'll be interesting to see how those patterns of behavior change both inside and outside the classroom. And that probably leads us right into our next question here. And maybe this is what you are currently thinking about. But we'd like to end our podcast with what beautiful question are you thinking about now? What are you working on? And what's inspiring you? So this definitely comes back to that ACES framework when we talk about differentiation, curating materials, having the right resources in the hands of, of our students, and using teacher time most uh, effectively. So I think my big question is really about formative assessment and how this plays in. It's been something mm -hmm. I've been spending a lot of time talking to teachers about, right? If I I'm excited about ways to put just right resources in the hands of my students. I need to know what's just right for them. And so finding ways to effectively collect, use formative assessment data and, and the connections that are there with scannable technology as a distribution platform for making that happen um, has, has really been on my mind. Lots of exciting opportunities with these tools and resources. Well, we'd like to thank you for joining us, Monica, and uh, remind our show 
listeners that they can learn more about your work at classtechtips.com. In the show notes, we've also linked to Deeper Learning with QR Codes and Augmented Reality. You can follow Monica on Twitter at Class Tech Tips, and you can also check her out on Facebook. Each episode, we leave you with a question to think about with the idea of provoking conversation. This episode's question is, what is the future of scannable technology in your classroom, and what will be your next steps to experiment with this new technology? If you've enjoyed today's episode, would like to comment or just find out more about the resources and links we shared in today's episode, check out the show notes at tltalkradio.org and look for Season 2, Episode 33. We'd love for you to rate the show on iTunes. Let us know your star rating and consider leaving a one or two sentence review. If you have time to do that, you'll help new folks discover this content. That's it for now. We'll see you next episode for a conversation with another innovative thought leader. Thanks again, Monica. Thanks, Monica. Bye-bye. Thank you for having me. want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, and improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.